time for Inside the Gamecocks, the show with Phil Mullinax and J.C. Sherbert. So how many of you would say you speak English fairly well, but with some difficulty? Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. You play to win the game. Now, let's take it away, J.C. and Phil. Sherbert, Phil Mullinax here with you. It's Monday. How's everybody doing? Oh, Monday morning. Monday morning. <laughs> Feels like good house full of people at my house. Uh oh. And everything stays a little quiet here. Every 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 <laughs> so everybody's out of school there. Now. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, we're, all, we're all here at home. <laughs> the, the boys don't get off until Wednesday. Nat's off today. She's at a place called Menards, which is a lot like Home Depot. She's uh, tiling the <laughs> Downstairs bathroom. So uh, pretty impressed by uh, by her job that she's been doing down there on the bathroom because there was a hole in the wall and we were worried the bathroom was going to fall into the basement. So mm. uh, she retiled it and all that good stuff. So lots of home improvement and shopping and things like that going on. I'm up to my eyeballs in Carolina Rise <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Did, didn't expect it to blow up like this. I'm trying to get mail out to everybody. Thanks to all that have joined. Please continue to spread the word. Uh, if we keep this momentum up, um, you know, you probably won't be hearing about Carolina having NIL problems uh, for the foreseeable future, but we have still have a long way to go on that one. Big recruiting weekend this weekend, Phil. Uh, really good job. The staff does a great job with official visits, uh, visits from other people and all that good stuff. I mean, unofficial visits uh you know really good commitments and i think more on the way uh here shortly uh you know just kind of looking over it you know the gamecocks have a huge need at tight end obviously and uh they they're slowly but surely filling those voids <laughs> um you know you got the two cam sandlin and connor cox coming in from the high school level reed mikasa is on flip watch from Miami. He's out of Texas. Uh, and the game cost got Nick Elksness. I mm-hmm. think that's how you say it. Elksness. Elksness. Yeah. Yeah. Elk, yeah. Out of Florida, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. University of Florida transfer 6'6, 243. Uh, originally from Pennsylvania. Uh, commi- actually, I'm sorry. Originally from Jacksonville. Uh, was committed to Penn State. Did flip to Florida. Didn't get a whole lot of touches there. Catches, playing time, what have you. Uh, so he comes in. I, I think he can add some depth. Um, another Jacksonville area tight end in the in the uh, spirit of Hayden Hurst uh, and also uh, Connor Cox, who's coming in in this class. He's from Jacksonville as well. Uh, Nick Gargulio, 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 Gargulio. How did I put that extra syllable in there, Phil? Uh, transfer from Yale. Now this guy's this cat's pretty interesting. All Ivy League at Yale, and, and in Yale, you know, you the Ivy League go for can't like there's no super seniors in the Ivy League or graduate transfers or anything like that. So a lot of these Ivy League guys that are pretty good that aren't quite ready maybe to take the shot at the NFL or they feel like they need to play at a bigger place, they'll go ahead and transfer on up and uh, and then take their shot at the NFL later. And that's what he's doing. Of course, Dante Reno, the 2024 quarterback, commit for the Gamecocks. His father's the head coach at Yale, uh, 6'5", 295, all-conference. You look at his picture, Phil, he looks like an extra Magnum I-19s. He's got that <laughs> Matt, 
or or like Matt Dillon from There's Something About Mary. He's got that look, like yeah. that mustache look. I mean, it's pretty funny. But uh, the Gamecocks uh, targeted a graduate transfer center because Eric Douglas is gone. Uh, obviously, you know, you need a player that can help with the calls and checks and stuff on the line, on the line of scrimmage. Uh, that, that's, you know, intelligent, I guess, or at least football intelligent. Eric Douglas was that guy for the Gamecocks for a while and still is for a more game. But this is kind of a ready-made guy because they have it. You know, guys like Trey Jones can play center. Um, you know, Hank Manos is gone. Uh, you know, you, you probably – they're probably going to train one of the younger guys to play it eventually uh, or they already, already are doing it. But you really – how next year sets up. And like I've said a couple of times, there's no tomorrow in college football. Uh, so if you can upgrade at the center position, even if it's for one or two years, uh, you're in good shape. And the third commitment from the transfer portal is Mario Anderson from Newberry. Um, kid played at Stratford High School. Uh, kind of a long and winding road to get to Newberry, but he was a uh, Heisman. The Harlan Hill Trophy in D2 is the Heisman. Uh, so he was a finalist for Harlan Hill, averaged seven yards a carry at Newberry. Uh, I can tell you that there's always going to be somewhat of an adjustment and whether you make that adjustment quickly or not uh, when you're coming from D2 to the SEC or any kind of jump up uh, that kind of just depends on you. Uh, and, and then that determines if you'll play or not. I think talent wise from what the feedback I've gotten from the coaching staff, they think this kid's great. I mean, I think this yeah. kid can come in and play a lot, but uh, he's explosive, you know, man. It's fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. I'm excited about Mario. Yeah. yeah. And another state, state of South Carolina kid that kind of got overlooked or, for one, one reason or the other, you know, and, and he would have probably been, Phil, uh, had it not been for some things that happened his senior year, grades and stuff like that, uh, he'd have probably been at a place like Coastal or East Carolina, Charlotte, you know, FBS level, maybe group of five. Uh, maybe he, maybe he'd have snuck in at like NC State or somewhere too because he was, he was really good coming out of school. He just uh, grades or whatever kind of sidetracked that uh, a bit. So um, here we go, award-winning man of sports chat box. It's always open. It's all, <laughs> uh, that's right. We're always uh, open. Well, yeah, open a, a little early. I, I get in here and I'm like 15 different, you know, chats. Brian says, morning, fellas. Watch some tape on Mario Anderson. He looks pretty darn good. What are your thoughts on that yet? Well, we just gave it, but that's, uh, yep. yeah, I, I think it's it's promising. How about that? That's a good word right. for mm. Mario. It's promising. <clears throat> And uh, Brian says, once again, thanks so much for the package. That sweet heat sauce was dang good. It was. The Billy G sweet heat sauce. Unbelievable. Billy G. Um, mm. I, I sent some sweet heat sauce to our, our mutual friend, Skipper Phil, yeah. uh, the other day. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, he likes to cook and stuff. So I, I was like, hey, here's some sweet heat sauce. And I gave him a Carolina Rise magnet to put on his car for his trip down to Jacksonville. <laughs> and, uh, he doesn't even know what that is. He's just like, all right, man, whatever. But uh, – you know, Sean says, what are Dowell Loggins' offensive concepts? Five formations, keep the best players on the field, or 20 different concepts and use different players? The former. Yeah, I would say uh, the former there. At yeah, least that's what he intimated in the press conference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and that's the way to go. And, and, look, it may be, it may be, you know, five formations in a drive. I mean, they may have more than that. They, I mean, you know, you'll have substitution packages, but – I think that the idea in college football these days is to keep your best players on the field. When you have versatile players, great, because you can run all kinds of different personnel groupings and run it fast. And, and the last, you know, it was kind of funny because the last two games, Phil, I felt like there was a lot of, like, nuance and stuff. Uh, 
you know, with the formations and stuff like that. But the plays were actually the same. Um, and, right. and, I, I, and they worked. So <laughs> uh, I think in the bowl game, they need to stick with that. Then as Dowell Loggins takes over the full reign of the offense, then, you know, keep keep it going. Uh, Sean says, what's the update on Landon Sampson? Hadn't heard anything about him. Uh, uh, his dad was, gosh, talking up uh, the Gamecocks on Twitter the other day. I said, so, I mean, but, you know, you never know. We're living yeah. in a world where Gene Bell was – Selling T-shirts and they got in the portal, <laughs> right? <laughs> See you guys in Jacksonville. Uh, maybe. Well, no, not really. You know, um, Carolina Titans says Tyshawn Russell looks like the real deal. Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, he's a late riser. Plays at a great, great high school program, Bishop McDevitt. Uh, Lashawn McCoy played there, by the way, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did. He played. Lashawn mm-hmm. McCoy played there. Tyshawn Russell, four touchdowns in the state championship game. Uh, kind of a uh, got nice strider. Uh, nobody catches him when he breaks away. I don't know the athletic level uh, that uh, they're playing against. I think they beat everybody up they play. But, you know, a guy like that, you know, you, you need receivers. You take a flyer on him, see if he works out. So I think that's, uh, that's a deal there. Um, KFC in Africa says, we haven't had luck with people from Pennsylvania or Delaware. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Marshawn helped you win games this year. I mean, he's from Delaware. Right. Yeah, we had but, some uh, we had success, but then he left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that PA, I guess you go back to Brennan Nasevich and guys like that. Um, you know, and you still have Keenan Nelson Jr. He's from Philly. He's there. Uh, so, you know, it's not a – and Brand, Brand, Braden Davis is still there too, a quarterback. So, We'll see what happens. Uh, Debo Williams was is from Delaware and, and was the second team linebacker. I think, I think with Debo, he's got some things to improve on to be a star. Some things as a and I think he's done a really good job too. So I, I don't know that I would say that like make a blanket statement. I do know there have been from the Northeast some bust going back to the Spurrier era. So uh, I'll give you that. Lance, Lance Player from Johnsonville, South Carolina. What up, Killers? What a weekend. Hoping for more fireworks soon. And we got Super Mario. Yes. <laughs> uh, M8 Air 4327. Happy signing week. VJ says, who are the top remaining 23 targets still on the board? Lenore Sellers would be one. Nick Harbor. Nick Harbor, Cameron Robinson, who may end up at Florida State, the linebacker out of Virginia. Uh, Edwin Joseph is still kind of in the periphery, the South Florida kid. Uh, I'm not sure. Elijah Davis is still out there. Uh, I feel good about where the Gamecocks stand with him at this point. So does Hale. Uh, And so, um, you know, that's – and Elijah's a really good defensive lineman. I mean, he he can step in and help right away uh, if he gets in and and works and all that. So that's that's the deal there. And I think that uh, there's going to be more welcome homes and and, and things like that and uh, players coming to light here in the in the coming days uh trust me trust me trust me trust me um and lenore sellers by the way uh, 11 30 eastern time on wednesday so we'll be on the air when he commits phil oh right yeah yeah <laughs> there we go yeah lenore sellers reaction oh, hurt me Lance hurt, yeah, hurt me uh carolina titan did travis williams get the dc position in arkansas yes uh and addison williams former gamecock defensive back is now the D.C. at Central Florida. So Addison Williams and Chris Hampton are uh, power five. Well, 
UCF will be power five in the next couple of years, but mm-hmm. uh, FBS level defensive coordinators. How about that? Former Gamecocks out there doing stuff and coaching. That's good because Carolina really does not have a whole lot of alums or, or didn't have a whole lot of alums in coaching prior to like the Holtz, end of Holtz, first Spurrier era. And now a lot of the guys go into coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them are uh, Travian Robertson. We've talked about him here, but it's not just him. It's Hampton. It's Addison Williams. Uh, you know, uh, Cedric Williams is an offensive line coach. I think it's North Carolina Central. Uh, and they, they had a big win against Dion's team. Dion's team can't win that bowl game, by the way. I guess well, he's, he's gone to Colorado anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, so a lot of Gamecocks are out there in coaching, and, and that's always a good thing for your program. It's always a good thing for your program to have South Carolina people out there. Uh, Rick said, Jag celebrate a victory Monday. Now, this is funny. So, so the, the fiance and I are like, uh, she, we turned the Bears game off. Is that, is that what happened? Or, or they switched to this game. And so she goes and turns the TV off. And I see, like, uh, the, the throw from Dak Prescott. And I see somebody's about to pick it. And the TV just goes dark. And I'm like, ah, what? You know? So I missed the play. Turn, I was like, that felt like a pick six to end the game. And then it was. So that was a heck of a win. Um, Xavier says, what's up from a snowy twist? Guys, where it's a balmy three degrees, pretty good recruiting this past weekend. Yeah, it's about eight here. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so yeah, we're still in the 40s, <laughs> yeah. but it's gonna get I real know, but We get down to the cold. teens this week. That's that's Ooh, you know, we don't want any of that. <laughs> goodness, uh, Clint says, any idea when the other 23 welcome homes could be announced at any time? Um, I don't How know how many are left, just one or two, JC. Do we have, huh? How many 23 welcome homes are left? Is it just two? one? Maybe oh, one. two 23s. I, think, I thought it was one and two 24s. I don't know. Well, we got seven welcome homes on the weekend, and we know what? Three names? Four. Four. Russell, okay. Russell and the three portal guys. That I yeah, Russell. Okay. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's three left. I, I meant to kind of like sketch all that out before I got on the air today, but I didn't. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Clint says, hole in the wall, huh? Uh, it, it's in a place in France where the naked ladies dance. <laughs> he said, sorry, I couldn't resist a dumb joke. Lance is like, you know, I'm a Bush Lades kind of guy, but these dowel loggins, extra stouts go down smooth. Yeah. It's the, official, the official beer of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. By the way, I got those, I got T-shirts ordered for me and Phil with, <laughs> with that with the gopher on it. It's going to be awesome. awesome. Craiger says, love you, Eric Douglas, but we need an upgrade. Yeah, Eric, and Eric had a probably his best year this year almost quietly. But, you know, he's limited a little bit, you know. And, and I think this kid from Yale, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to call that he's an upgrade right now because he's going from the Ivy League to the SEC. But, dude, these Italian guys from up there that way, these tough guys, they, I don't I don't bet against them. I don't bet yeah, He looks them. the part. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he's scary. I mean, it's like I'm like, wow, that guy is in college? I mean, he looks like a grown man. And he's 295 pounds of, like, hard freaking Clint says, J.C., will Anderson enroll in December and go through spring practice? Marquis, I believe so. I think that's the plan. Desmond is in for – Desmond Umiazulu is in for spring. And Pup Howard also – Pup Howard's already started, so. I mean, yeah, I'm Um, surprised he's not taking classes right now. (laughs) Yeah, he's loving (laughs) What the heck is going on down there in Gainesville, Saunders says. Oh, with the loss – Ah, you go all the way across the country to Las Vegas. 
Yeah, player. Yeah, didn't Anthony Richardson opt out of the bowl? I mean, yeah, you're play. playing with next year's crew, right? Yeah, and, and <laughs> without Oregon, the recruits, <laughs> and, and Oregon State is, is has a bunch of guys that you know are not star recruits. They they find guys and they develop them. And the guy that's the coach there, Jonathan Smith, he's from the uh, the Chris Peterson coaching tree. The guy that was at Washington and Boise State, really good coach. He played quarterback for the Beavers when. They went 11 and one under Dennis Erickson and beat Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, so they're going to look at a game against Florida on their side of the country as a big opportunity. <laughs> and Florida's like, man, we just don't want to be here, you know. And so that's why the Beavers rolled the Gators in Vegas. I mean, and that and the fact that, have, I mean, I think you, you can see, you know, what that uh, situation is, mm-hmm. um, you know, when they don't have a quarterback. So that, that's the deal there. Uh, Joey G says, any news on the tight end from Arkansas? That's uh, Trey Knox. Knox, yeah. Mm-hmm. Things are still looking good. Uh, John says, morning crew, heck of a weekend. JC, what do you think of our new starting center? Love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clint says, we need Cameron Robinson. He says, Friday, isn't it, JC? Uh, are we talking about Sellers? I thought it was Wednesday. Maybe uh, Sellers is the 23rd. Yeah, so Friday. Mm-hmm. It is Friday. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. My bad. My fault on that. Uh, Tyshawn Russell reminds me of Jalen Hyatt, but two inches taller. Don't not sure that he has the four two forty, but you're not going to catch him. So, you know, Justin says, "I just heard we we're getting the starter tight end from Arkansas." Yeah, it's Trey Knox. He, he looks pretty good. I think he's I think he's an All SEC type level guy, uh, and I'm not being a homer because I said that before Carolina played Arkansas about six times that week. Watch out for Trey Knox. Watch out for yeah. Trey Knox. Right. And, and, and Trey didn't really hurt him in the game like like some other guys did, but uh, he certainly is an elite player. Um, so Dean says two 2024 and one 2023 left un- unannounced. All right, so I got I, I know all of those guys. Uh, Clint says, Mo- I meant Mario Anderson. Yeah, I think he's mm. mid-year as a transfer, so he'll be in there. Quantrell says, with the new transfer portal moment, I almost won't take anything good or bad away from bowl games. Yeah, and the NCAA, I guess Cole Kublik reported on Twitter. I guess this is true. Uh, I haven't seen anything except Cole's tweet that they're suspending the redshirt rules this year. So, you know, in other words, if a a player's played in four games uh, and he's out of games to play to preserve his redshirt, they're going to let you play in the bowl. So that's good. I'll also say this. uh, Anthony uh, Anthony Rose, academic redshirt, came in from Miami Central. Everybody was high on him. Uh, Anthony's eligible to play in the bowl because it's this you know, academic redshirt has goes by semester. Semester's over. His grades are fine. Uh, so he'll be able to play uh, in the bowl. And uh, nice. I, I, yeah. I got some mm-hmm. tremendous feedback on him uh, from a contact uh, over the weekend. Said that kid's probably going to be the starting corner, one of the starting corners next year. So uh, you kind of replace talent with talent. Um, Clint says, JC, how do we stand with Reed McKeska? I think Carolina's putting him put him on flip watch, man. He's not one of the well. He's not the twenty twenty three welcome home, because uh, now that I've got the numbers in front of me, I, I know who they are. Can't tell you, but you know, I know who they are. Uh, so he's not the welcome home, but uh, that's the deal. Marcus said, "What about the four star tight end, the committed to Arkansas, the one out of high school, Shamar or something?" Uh, yeah, I think it's Easter. fifty. Yeah, Shamar Easter. I, I think it's uh, from feedback at Carolina was it's fifty fifty. So you know. We'll see. We'll see sort of what happens with that. Uh, he's an Arkansas kid, so he's from that state. So you have to get him to come halfway across the country, and that's not always easy. 
Uh, Brian, is that the one that the uh, message board poster from Arkansas was wanting to sue Dowell Loggins over? Oh my God! <laughs> Did you see that? Yes, I saw uh, it on a uh, on message board geniuses. They were they wanted to take a lawsuit out, and it got kind of it got kind of uncomfortable because they're, they're like talking about recruits as if they were like commodities and stuff. Right, yeah, like, like they like, were. Don't, yeah, I know. Yeah, don't <laughs> go down that road, dude. You know, I mean, probably, probably didn't mean anything terrible by it, but come on, man, you can't. You got to. Come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, so there we go. Bah, 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 bah. Okay. And uh, Quantrell, one more question. He says, how is Nico, the Tennessee freshman quarterback, already enrolled? Um, same way that Pup Howard is. He Now, Nico can't play in the game, but, you know, they're, they're rocking and rolling with that. Uh, Caden says, is Wendell Gregory and Mazio Bennett the 2024 welcome homes? So I, I will say – nay to that um so we'll, we'll get it going um arkansas board blocked me i was liking every post about loggins in south carolina and they didn't take too kindly to big cock loggins will is that your new handle on 24 7 that's awesome. big cock loggins <laughs> rb said i mean florida played a quarterback getting his first career start what did you expect to happen Exactly what right. happened. <laughs> maybe right. not that bad. Maybe not that bad because you know Florida's got other really good players. But yeah, because they didn't do any defense either out there in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, 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 and, but but RB, I'm also I also want to credit Oregon State. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh well. I mean, they're not. I, I assure you, in Corvallis, they're not throwing that game back. <laughs> uh, they they needed it. They want it. All right, so. We're going to um, take a break here. We'll be back. Don't forget Keith Allsep, top of the hour, for his Monday review right here inside the Gamecocks. The show rolls on after this. Golfers and wannabe golfers, former Gamecock golfer Meredith Taylor is now a full-time golf instructor in the Midlands of South Carolina. In-person golf lessons are held at the Country Club of Lexington. Half hour, hour, on course nine or 18 holes. And if you're outside of South Carolina, Meredith conducts virtual lessons. Just send in your golf swing for analysis. Gift cards are available for in-person one-hour lessons. Connect on Twitter at Mayor Taylor and find her online at McKellarEnterprises.org. Her email is on the website. Schedule your next lesson today with Meredith Taylor, former Gamecock golfer. <laughs> Gamecock Nation, do you need a place to stay for the big game? Many hotel booking engines keep all the commissions, but at Fan Plans, you support inside the Gamecocks, still earn your hotel loyalty points, and you receive an email with direct confirmation from the hotel. Whether you are visiting Columbia to cheer on Carolina or hitting the road to follow the team, get in the stands with Fan Plans. This is Coach O. Now back to the show. Go Tigers. Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, the show, everybody. The show is sponsored by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call at 803-446-4662 to schedule a no-risk, no-cost consultation about an outdoor retreat for your home. And don't forget, if you mention that you heard it on the show, you get $500 off of your next project. Up uh, in the uh, first hour of the show is brought to you by Sydney Searfoss and the Coldwell Banker Kane Realty team here in the Upstate. Give Cindy a call 864-414-5271 for your Upstate residential real estate needs. All right, all right, all right. Yes, sir. Nana's Porch chat box, the award-winning Nana's Porch. Uh, 
By the way, Chris stepped into the chat box earlier and said, what's up, clowns, and then left. <laughs> Just dropping by. Just We're remind us of who we really are. Clint mm -hmm. said somebody mentioned Kelvin Hunter as a possibility for one of the 24s. That actually makes a lot of sense. Not Kelvin Hunter. Uh, Chris is in enemy territory. College Station, Texas. We're in visiting family. Wearing my Block C attire. Wow. Nice. Unreal. Way to go, Chris. By the way, they Chris, can't I'm hate you too bad. They lost to almost everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Except LSU. That's right. <laughs> They're like, all right, well, 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 this is the last game. Heck, let's go play today. We'll, we'll, we'll go play some ball today. Um, Meredith is in the house in the chat box. She gives everybody the, I guess that's the Spurs up. Right there. Meredith McKellar Taylor, McKellar Enterprises. Get, uh, uh, I think, I think you've got a little bit more time to sign up for January, I think. And then there's some gift cards too. Yeah, still got gift cards and, uh, yeah, a few spots open for, I think, in person. Well, yeah. Marcus, yeah. no, yeah, so that's good. Um, Marcus says, I hate we are signed with Under Armour. Could you see us signing with Jordan? And do we still look good with Harbor? See, Maryland's doing shady stuff. I, you know, I, if gun to my head, I, I don't, I kind of feel like Carolina will not get Nick Harbor at the end, mm. but I also kind of feel like it won't be Maryland. I, I think, I think they go to Michigan at the mm. end of the day. Um, that's just kind of my feel about it. Uh, I think there's still some confidence on the part of the Gamecocks. Uh, but uh, right now, and things could change, you know, um, I, you know, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't want to sit here and like blow sunshine at you and say, I think it's going to happen when, when I, when I really don't, I'd be lying to myself, but, but Hey, that could change. I could get some encouraging news. It's recruiting. It's very fluid. Ed says gut feeling on sellers. Now my gut feeling there is that Carolina will probably get it. I, I'd call it a hunch. So that's, uh, that's one of the things. Uh, Lance says, I'm currently recruiting new members to Carolina Rise here in Jay Vegas. I, Lance, I don't know who you've been talking to, but see, I, I, I see the new members as they come through, and there's a bunch of them. See quite a few from Johnsonville. Well done, nice. sir. Well yes, done, sir. sir. Yes, sir. Well done. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quantrell says, Is Die Hard considered a Christmas movie? And is Die Hard 2 the best sequel of sequel movies? Um, sequel, man, I, I'd still have to go with Godfather Part 2. Yeah, Godfather 2 and The Empire Strikes Back are my top favorites. Yeah. And, and I'll say this, to to, to it have sort of it, it, it been like, what, 30 years or so? Or 36 years since the first Top Gun to the sequel? Oh, the Top Gun, yeah. <laughs> Not a bad sequel there. I mean, it was, it was, it, 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 I thought, I thought the Top Gun Maverick movie hit the right amount of like callbacks and stuff. Uh, but unlike like the Coming to America sequel, which I enjoyed, I enjoyed the Coming to America sequel. And at the end, you know, it flew right over my head that that was sexual chocolate. I was like, oh, I wonder who's going to be singing. It's going to be Beyonce or something. And then, like, everybody started going, ooh, and I, then it hit me. And I stood up and clapped and said, it's just sexual chocolate, it's sexual chocolate. And it was. Uh, but that movie was just kind of like, a, oh, let's let's reminisce on coming to America for good times, right? Yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought Maverick had enough original story and enough kind of – it hit the sweet spot for me. I mean, some people don't like it. Some people do. Um, 
76 says the diehard movies are all fun. The first of which is mostly a Christmas movie. <laughs> I saw Santa land on the Nakatomi building. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, but Die Hard 2 is excellent too. That's the one where she's the air, the airplane one, the airport one. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I think uh, so, yeah. mm-hmm. and James from good times is a bad guy. Right. Dude. Who's also is, uh, Cleo McDowell in coming to America. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle there on that one, Phil. Uh, Lance says, what can I say? I'm a top 25 recruiter. Saunders says, the Dark Knight is up there as far as sequels go. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people yeah. like that one, too. Bad Boys 2 was great sequel. I like, I I rather enjoy all the Bad Boys movies, Marcus. <laughs> Even the last <laughs> one they came out with, I thought was cool. You know, they, they, really good. Godfather 2 is the best sequel ever, and not counting the Lord of the Rings since they were all made at the same time. Um, Papa Duck says, look at Presbyterian College in Clinton, South Carolina, or Lawrence Raiders or Union, South Carolina for recruitment. Okay. Top Gun 1 and 2, best one-two punch out there. Star Stoops. Oh, my God. KFC says, Starship Troopers, the best. Um, I didn't know they made a two. <laughs> Sonder likes the Avatar movie, The Way of Water. The opinions have been mixed on that one. Still haven't, yeah, haven't seen that. So Three hour make it. movie. Yeah. Get I'm going to get yourself, the, James Cameron. I'm going to get on the Avatar ride here. And uh, I guess in one week I'll be, I'll be chilling at Epcot, right? With my mm-hmm. mom and a four year old and my fiance, my stepfather. That'll be fun. Uh, uh, Are the boys I mean, going? No, they're not going. They're actually no. home, they're home alone, man. Oh, 17 and 14. They're going to be chilling here. Big step, right? Watching the dog, mm-hmm. order and take out, play video games. Um, Aliens was a great sequel. It is. And people don't understand like that. That Some people don't remember that that is a sequel. Uh, Aliens. So uh, Saunders says, y'all had like three hours is so long. You can't tell me you've never binged three episodes of a show all at once. I call shenanigans. Okay. You called me Saunders. Because when Secession comes back out on HBO Max, that's what I'm going to do for a week. When Ozark came out. I have. Yeah. But there's, you know, Sandra, there's a difference in doing it from the comfort of your own home and doing it in a movie theater. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> RB says, what's Maryland doing that's shady? Trying to keep local guys home. Don't get me wrong. Their program stinks. But if I were them, I'd do the same thing. Well, I, I think I think with the with Carolina people, as far as the shadiness goes, I, I think those guys. I think the issue is it's an South Carolina is an Under Armour school, right? And you've got the guy from Under Armour recruiting against you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, it sounds kind of weird. Uh, Ryan was Rambo: First Blood was the original '80s action Christmas movie. Yes, First Blood is a First bad is a freaking movie. movie. Not, not. I mean, I say bad in a good way. It's like bad arse. It's a bad arse movie. Mm-hmm. It is good too. I mean, it's it's a little more realistic than the other Rambo's. I think. I, I think. I think that, that movie is sort of dark and you know good, but the rest of them are just like action. The last Rambo, though, that was pretty awesome when he went down to Mexico and just killed everybody. And you- <laughs> My man, like, yeah, no. I mean, he went out of Mexico, killed everybody because his, uh, I guess it was his niece or something stepdaughter died of an overdose. I watched it once. My friend Skipper told me to watch it, and it was good. And he's driving back from Mexico, like to his ranch in Arizona or something, and just throws a head out the window. 
I'm like, whoa, <laughs> don't, don't piss him off, you know. Uh, Quattrell says, who did Carolina have before Under Armour? I felt like the basketball team had Nike at one point. Yeah, basketball was Nike uh, and football was Russell Athletic. But basketball was Nike for a while. Um, you know, Charles says, remove GWO from the chats for gifts for his movie choices. <laughs> Um, Craig says, thanks to Big Spur for giving me Paramount Plus so I can watch 1923 in Yellowstone. Yep, that's a perk. And uh, all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Some some people's wives out there, like especially when I first started it, they're like, my wife won't let me pay that $10 a month and join. She says it takes up too much of my time. And uh, I'm like, I get it. I get it. You spend, you spend all that time on that red website. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, now that we have Paramount Plus as part of the deal, the wives have, have gotten quiet about it. Because that's where they, they get to watch their stories on Paramount Plus. And there's stuff for the kids to watch on Paramount Plus. And it's included in your membership. So that's uh, that's been a good for you guys out there. Just be like, hey, are you enjoying that Paramount Plus? Because if I cancel this, it's going to cancel that. What's a good way to stay member of the Big Spur if your significant other's like, get off that red website. Yeah. <laughs> the, red, the red website. Who are you texting? Um, no, it's a message board. Oh my god! Who are you? Who are you texting to? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, good time for a break. Don't forget Keith Allsep's coming up here uh, on the other side, right here on Inside the Gamecocks, the show. But we'll be back after these messages. Hey man, are you sick and tired of your business computer guy? Yes, he takes forever to call me back and doesn't always respond to the requests. Yeah, same here. I'm paying him good money. I constantly have issues, and I'm worried he's not backing up my network and securing it properly. You know what, Phil? Let's ask Stone Blanton. Hey, JC and Phil, if you want a solution to your IT problems, give Heritage Digital a call. Our boy Matt Odom has a low-cost, one-price solution that will get you running right. Call 843-699-1001 or heritagedigital.com and ask for Matt. He will hook you up today and tell them Stone's saying. If you're looking to sell or buy multifamily property right here in South Carolina, the Burgesson team of Remax at the Lake can help you get to closing fast and easy. Adam and Derek Burgesson both are very proud Gamecocks and are more than happy to assist you with any of your commercial real estate needs all across the state. You can email Adam at aburgesson at remax.net. That's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N at remax.net to get your next deal underway. The Burgesson team proud sponsors of inside the gamecocks family vacations a new car a new boat all cost money but you don't necessarily have to make more to afford any of that if you can save cash that's flying out the window now i help consulting can help you finally get the kids to disney world upgrade the minivan or drop that new boat in the water next summer let daniel and i help consulting consult with you no fees just savings you pay them a percentage of those savings save on essential services credit card fees you name it let them find it these folks are incredible ihelpconsulting.com how can i help i used to be president of the united states and i love the show with phil and jc Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, the show, everybody, brought to you by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call. Set up a free consultation for your next outdoor retreat, 803-4664. (laughs) (laughs) 
four four six four six six two. Give John a call. Shoot him an email. What is it? Jay Barber at expresssunrooms.com. John love to hear from you, and he'd love to know that you heard it here. And then give Cindy Searfalls a call for all your upstate residential real estate needs. 864-414-5271 is a way to get in touch with her and the Coldwell Banker King Realty Team out of Spartanburg. <laughs> so so Quant Quantrell is beside himself. The, in the chat box that South Carolina wants was Russell Athletic. Yeah, and Russell Athletic. I know. Yeah, See, it was. So, until so, Spurrier got here. That was through Spur, the whole Spur, thing. Spurrier was like, well, no, we're not doing this. Even yeah. even they had two years left on the Russell deal. And he's like, shoot, I'm, and he didn't even wear the Russell stuff on the sideline. Hardly. He had a local company do a signature shirt. With a, it was really snazzy. It had the Palmetto and Crescent said Carolina on it, and it has a signature, Steve Spurrier signature. And he wore those shirts and his that visor on the sidelines. I'm like, dude, that takes like guts to, to wear clothes with your signature on them. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, he would not, you know, he and he's like, we got to get rid of this. And even the first year, they switched shoes to Reebok. But yeah, some some of you folks out there that are, that are younger don't remember those days. Yeah, like South Carolina was like Russell Athletic. Yes, you know. Um, and my <laughs> truck goes, does Russell Athletic make shoes? Hello? I guess they did back then. Uh, dude, dude Raw says, how can you guys miss Beverly Hills Cop and Lethal Weapon? Yeah. Love those. Love the Lethal Weapons. Love the ones where Joe Pesci comes along, too. John says, we need to have the late, great Bill Paxton's line from Aliens on the Jumbotron every time we enter victory formation. Game over, man. Game over. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Craigers memorized the entire Beverly Hills Cop movie. Quite a feat. <laughs> Dean says Paramount Plus is great for the wife. She says don't get rid of it. Uh, Charles has an unpopular opinion. Alien is way better than Aliens. Aliens is shoot 'em up action. Alien is horror at its best. Uh, JC knows the conversations we have. Too funny. Who are you texting? Get off that red website. <laughs> so what's the worst sequel ever? Caddyshack 2 or The Ex Exorcist 2? Oh, that Caddyshack 2 is not the worst sequel ever. That's a great yeah, sequel. That's the, the, funny the, as hell. I laughed my ass off through the whole thing. The Dan Aykroyd <laughs> character was pretty... He, you know, he wasn't the Bill Murray character, but the Dan Aykroyd character was interesting. No, he's great. Jackie Mason, how could you miss? <laughs> the most disappointing sequel I've seen in a while is uh, the, the Hangover sequels. Like hang, the first Hangover, I laugh till my side hurt, especially when when the dude jumps naked out the trunk. I mean, I laugh my behind. I mean, I just thought it was the funniest thing ever. And then the next one was just kind of like, eh. and then the next one was like, eh. and we all just kind of sat there waiting to laugh. I don't know. Um, Connor says, if y'all seen Kentucky fans still acting like Bama or Georgia, they're still upset we beat them. They can't stand it. Love it. Well, they also lost to Vanderbilt. Right. Mm. They upset yeah, that man, Vandy beat him. <laughs> they're a little sore coming into this offseason. A little sore. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just like, uh, somebody says, Brian says Sigourney Weaver was sexy in Aliens. I thought so. Mm. You know, <laughs> there's yeah, something about her for a while there. Um, Connor says, he used to know Forrest Gump, The Notebook, and Pearl Harbor word for word when I was in high school 10 years ago. Forrest Gump, yeah. Pearl Harbor and The Notebook. No, I used to know somebody that would quote the notebook to me. Worst sequel ever is Teen Wolf 2 with Jason Bateman. <laughs> That's arguable, though, man. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> I, I know. What a career trajectory, though. You go from Teen Wolf 2 
to like the man in Ozark. The you Ozark, know? right? Yeah. Jason <laughs> Bateman. I mean, I'm like, wow, that, that's amazing. Hard disagree. Alien and aliens are equally great for the same premise. Okay. Zach says he's probably seen Forrest Gump a hundred times. Oh, I've seen it more than that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So the sound like two takes the cake. Yeah. I don't know about all that. All right. So talking movies here on inside the Gamecocks, the show that's that, that can get things way off track. Uh, the Gamecock basketball team loses in Greenville. That, that's unfortunate. Well, let's go back to talking movies. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to say this lost to East Carolina, got way down, came back, couldn't close the deal. I mean, I, I kind of thought it was a nice badge of honor that the Gamecocks had never lost a game at the well. You know, you kind of say holy from home or something like that. Well, that's out the window now. No, yeah. uh, back to movies. Brian Beatty yeah. says, <laughs> Raising Arizona was my favorite movie growing up. I'm classic line from that. Son, you got a panty on your head. You got a panty on your head. <laughs> my mom was trying to give us a uh, dining room table, which I would have taken because it's a really nice table, but she's keeping the chairs. And of course, you know, my wife's the first one to say, dining room table and chairs, you got a dinette set. Dining room table, no chairs, you ain't got. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can actually hear her saying that. Uh, by the way, speaking, speaking of crazy endings in pro football yesterday, did anybody see the Patriots Raiders game? Um, so I saw 20, the highlights on how it ended. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah it's twenty four twenty four, and and the Patriots went rogue because you know Bill Belichick didn't call that play and say do it. The Patriots go rogue. They try to flip it backward. A defensive lineman who used to play for New England, by the way, jumps in front of it, runs up, runs it back for a touchdown, and the Raiders win. I was like, that's the most unbelievable. That was my favorite that, part was how he just like housed the dude in front of him after he yeah. caught the ball, just tosses him to the damn ground. He's like, this is over. <laughs> I, I end this now. <laughs> yeah. People are asking about Vicari Swain and his visit to Colorado. Yeah. I, there, there's some things that kind of, I don't know. If I'm South Carolina, I'm a little concerned with uh, apparently like, the Gamecocks are, are wanting him as a corner and other schools want him as a receiver. I think his high school coach thinks he's a receiver. So I don't know, man. Um, he, he's been locked in, committed for a while. Uh, I think if the position ends up being a big deal or, you know, Colorado has an NIL deal for him or something, I mean, I, I can't rule out a flip. But uh, and, and it's just for those reasons, and those are those reasons are in public. I, I think his coach actually did say, according to Hill, that he thinks he's a receiver, but that he's solid to Carolina. So I don't know. Um, you know, I, I think Carolina needs him. You need all the fast, speedy guys you can get, and he's fast and speedy. But uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see sort of what happens uh, moving forward. You know, with that, uh, you know, so that that's uh, <clears throat> I don't have. Hale hadn't talked to him yet. Nobody's talked to him yet. So we'll see sort of uh, what happens uh, like that. John says Mac Jones was tossed aside like a doll. Oh, was it Mac Jones? That makes yeah. it even better. Yeah. yeah. That makes it even better. And, and Craiger says the Minnesota, Minnesota came back from 30 points down and beat the Colts. God, what does that say about Matt Ryan? You know, that guy has suffered so many 
just collapses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 28-3 in the Super Bowl, obviously, we all remember, but 33 to nothing at halftime and you lose the game. <laughs> Poor Matt Ryan. <laughs> Chandler Jones, the defensive lineman for the Raiders that made the play, Brian points out, is the brother of his favorite fighter and the GOAT, John Jones. GOAT. Uh, Clint says, I think Swain projects better as a receiver, too. Yeah, Clint, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not against that at all, you know. And, and I think, yeah, you know, I think if I'm South Carolina, I'm saying, well, well Cup, you can give a shot, you know, <laughs> uh, at receiver. I mean, it's not like the Gamecocks are super duper deep at that spot, you know. Um, Connor's got a conspiracy theory. A video said the game was rigged for Oakland to win Las Vegas now but that's okay. We all make those mistakes. I still call them the Los Angeles Raiders sometimes. The yeah, LA San Raiders. Diego, yeah, San Diego Chargers is the hardest one for me to remember. They're LA now. <laughs> that was shady too, man. Uh, yeah, it's, no, that, I hated it for the San Diego fans, well, man. Yeah, that, it, yeah. And what they did was, you know, it's close enough to where, gosh, you could probably, if you're a Chargers, big Chargers fan, drive up for the game and back from San Diego, but just ripping it out of the community and giving it to LA – and then sharing a stadium, I think. I mean, it works for the Jets and Giants, but man, I just something weird about the Los Angeles Chargers, right? So, uh, but hey, they, they they won. I think they beat the Titans, and they're talking about those guys going to the Super Bowl. So, wouldn't it be kind of neat if yeah, the LA Rams win the Super Bowl, and then the LA Chargers won the next Super Bowl? <laughs> St. Louis and San Diego, a little mad. St. Louis and San Diego, a little mad about it. Uh, Clarence says, any word on where Corey Rucker may end up? Clarence, I, he may just not play football anymore. Because <laughs> he's in the portal with a do not contact. And that means usually kids know where they're going, right? Do not contact me. But there's no place where he's going. So uh, the word I got was he may just not – just he's had enough. So I don't know. <laughs> Daddy O says Matt Ryan needs to buy a fishing pole. It's past time. So. Yeah, yep, time to hang it up. <laughs> yeah. uh, JC says, or Quantrell says, JC, what determines bowl sites? Is it how big the city is and could Columbia ever become one? They were talking about a bowl in Columbia for a while. Um, it, it, you know, basically, just so, some of these places get together and decide we want a bowl, and then they form a committee and raise money and get a sponsor, get ESPN involved. Uh, Myrtle Beach did it because Coastal Stadium is big enough for a minor bowl. Obviously, williams Bryce would be plenty. But uh, I don't know. You know, Columbia, a, a lot of it is, uh, you know, is it an attractive destination where fans want to come spend a couple of days? Uh, I think there's a lot to do in Columbia. You know, I could spend a couple of days there. But, you know, most of the time there's something. You know, uh, mm -hmm. that they can kind of tie to, but not, nah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think, I think I, I'm glad they have one at Myrtle Beach. I think, uh, Charleston could obviously be a bold destination. Uh, Johnson Haygood Stadium, the Citadel expands or something, you know, so that's it. And then, uh, KFC says, Holy Christ, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh he's sponsoring the it was, it was the Los Angeles Bowl, but now it's the Jimmy Kimmel Los Angeles Bowl. So how about that? Uh, Doctor Chandler says thoughts on coaching changes after the bowl games. Do we stay with our everyone current? Thank you. I think it's going to be a new O line coach, definitely, um, and that's just because Greg Atkins' contract ends. 
it was, they didn't renew or extend it the last time there was a board of trustees meeting. I think for health reasons, he's probably either going off the field or retiring. Uh, I think Lonnie Teasley probably is the favorite to get that job. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe not. Uh, and then I think um, as far as other changes go, uh, I can't rule them out. But don't be shocked if, if there's not. I mean, I, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things that a lot of times, you know, we sit there and we think about changes that would optimize a staff and we we, 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 we get kind of get ahead of ourselves a little bit, but again, I can't rule it out. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to go all the way in and say it's definitely going to happen other than the O-line situation, which I think is pretty obvious. So I, I'm just not going to do it. Quantrell says, could Greenville become a bowl site growing city? Yeah. GSP would be perfect, but where do, where do you play it? Yeah, I mean, that's that it. Be, we just, we don't have the facilities for it. Yeah. I mean, you can't, Furman's not really big enough. If Furman built a new stadium, like a 25,000 seat up there at TR, Probably, I mean, Walford. Walford has room to expand their stadium because you got a big hill and it's kind of down in the valley and stuff like that. Maybe they expand their stadium. I don't know, you know. But that—that's the problem with the Upstate is, you know, like Serene Stadium used to be a pretty big stadium. Not anymore. No. <laughs> I, I used to live in the parking lot of Serene Stadium. Trust me. Uh, yeah, I don't know where you'd play it. Um, Zach says, I'm hearing the local Dave and Busters is a big factor in sellers recruitment, according to Syracuse fans. <laughs> Dave and Busters. Geez. Dave and Busters. Pretty good. Uh, gosh, they have these little pretzel hot dog things that are pretty good. <laughs> Dave and Busters. I've never uh, been there. It's like uh, when it first came to Green Bull, it, the line was so freaking long to get in. And I'm like, I'm not waiting in line in anything in this city. No, so didn't go in, and now I haven't, you know, thought about going back. There's, I mean, there's so many restaurants in Greenville you should never yeah. really have to wait in line. Uh, I used to go. I, I went there with like my nephews uh, back when I lived in Greenville, and we've we actually took the boys. Gosh, it was before the pandemic. Carolina was playing Arkansas in basketball that day. I remember we took the boys over to the David Buster's near us and had a blast watching ball and having beers, <laughs> beers, beers burgers during the day but uh it was um yeah it's a pretty good time pretty good time david busters uh craig says jc are we on braylon staley a wide receiver from midland i don't or aiken have not heard that name so we'll see <laughs> mm -hmm. uh don't uh, yeah i mean I, I i don't know you know we'll see that's a that's a new name for me craig uh right here with that um so, yeah, back to the coaching change thing. I just, I, you know, you just want to be fair. And the last thing you want to do is say, because these things are so fluid, right, is say this guy's definitely out, and this guy's coming, and this guy, because you're probably, you know, I've been in this business a while. I mean, it, 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 there's no done deals until they're done. <laughs> and so, so you run the risk of, oh, well, thought, thought he was coming and didn't, or thought, thought the move was going to be made, but it didn't. Uh, I went through that last year with uh, the Marcus Satterfield situation <laughs> and uh, come to find out no move was made. So uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to be a little bit conservative on that. And, and it's Christmas time. And quite frankly, you know, these are human beings that coach football that have families and, and stuff like that. And, you know, who am I to sit out here and talk about somebody being fired at Christmas? I, mean, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't, 
you know, now if guests, if, if certain guests on my show want to talk about it, that's fine. I, you know, I, I'm not, uh, we, we have kind of a free for all here, but I, I'm just, you know, I, cause I, cause honestly, my gut says, I just don't, I just don't know. I think there's a possibility that the only real change we see is with O-line and, and Dowell Loggins. Uh, but I also think it's possible a couple other moves are made. It's also possible guys, coaches on the staff can get jobs elsewhere. That happens sometimes. Uh, and so we'll just kind of see. Uh, Craiger lost his wallet this weekend. That's a helpless feeling. Oh, I hate that. Oh, it's awful. I lost my wallet in New York City in December of 2017. Uh, and it was snowing. I was by myself. And luckily, I had my driver's license and my business credit card in my pocket. Oh, nice. The, the wallet was in my jacket, and it got gone. And so and it was funny because nobody ever like I never got any weird charges or anything. So it's almost just like it was lost, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, that's the thing, too. That's the Ooh, thing I lost too. a debit card in Mexico at Epcot once. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was like, oh, yeah, that's not good. I had to cancel that real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Your, your money is some there, there's people around Disney. They'll pick that up and your money will be gone. Thousand mm -hmm. dollars worth of mouse gear. <laughs> right, yeah. And it, well, yeah, it doesn't take but like one or two stops, and then you're like, okay, well. <laughs> Clarence says, look like big, looks like Big Tree announces tomorrow. Assume he's Maryland bound. If he has a press conference or something, that, that would be the way I lean. Last I checked, though, like the opinion of like recruiting people and folks outside of the building at Carolina uh, is a little bit more pro Maryland than the Gamecocks feel or feeling right now. So, We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think, you know, there's just a lot going on uh, with Big Tree and his family and, you know, the Maryland staff or whoever. They've uh, they've come in and painted a nice picture of how beneficial it would be to stay close to home. Plus, he's a DeMatha kid, and that's where Marshawn Lloyd came from. So that's uh, that's the deal there. Uh, Craig says it's a helpless feeling. Quantrell says Seller seems like a Gamecock lock. He's having an announcement for a team he's been committed to for a while. That makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same thing with Big Tree. If Big Tree, well, I mean, he's Big Tree's technically decommitted. Sellers would be like a pure flip. Yeah, but you know, we'll see sort of what happens there. But yeah, looking forward to all the recruiting stuff getting going. Boy, I'm going to be a busy, busy beaver this week. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> I've got Carolina Rise stuff. I, I, yeah, I, some of you that ordered T-shirts, I've got them heading out to you. Uh, I'm going to do my best if I get them in my hands to overnight them to you before Christmas. Uh, the trucker hats, some, the white ones, I'm going to try to get to you before Christmas. The black ones with the leather patch are still in production. Uh, I didn't know it was going to take this long. Uh, I apologize, but uh, – you know, I'm going to try my best to get everything out before Christmas uh, for all you folks that, you know, I probably should have put something up and said for Christmas delivery order by this date. And I didn't because I'm, mm. I'm not a retail person. Yeah, I'm like, oh, T-shirts, no, 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 no T-shirts, whatever. Uh, Rick says we need a play called the Big Mick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Our buns have movie. no seeds, sir. <laughs> Our buns have no seeds. You got the Big Mick. We got the Big Mick. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's funny right there. Um, 76 says lost my wallet in Myrtle beach, another bad place to lose a wallet. So, yeah. so here we are, the, the three of us and Craig, uh, 
Myrtle Beach, New York City, Epcot, Disney World. Three probably three of the worst places to lose your wallet. Right. Vegas would be up there too. Uh, my dumb butt left it on top of my car. I remembered where I thought it slid off the car, went back, and it was in the bushes right there. I about had a heart attack. <laughs> you got a lucky 76. <laughs> Craiger says, uh, is your gear on a website? Yeah, it's, there's two stores, actually. It's carolinarise.com. If you scroll down, there's like T-shirts and koozies. Then if you go if you go to carolinarisemembers.com, that has the full allotment of gear. The, the new trucker hats and everything like that. So it's two spots. Um, John says, did you get my Carolina rise 1801 enrollment last week? Got to rep the pack Northwest. I did, John. I appreciate it. I think I sent you a magnet out. Maybe. I don't know. I'm doing it in order, you know, cause I got magnets going out to everybody that signed up new and there's actually more people that have signed up since Jaheim Bell went in the portal than there were before Jaheim Bell went in the portal. So I'm a little over. So I've been ordering like, I'm out of magnets now. So I'm going to try to get that. You know, my idea was to get them to you before the bowl, but I don't, I don't think everybody will get theirs. Uh, and then I'm sending everybody a Christmas card or a holiday card, if you will. Uh, Cause it's kind of a year in review. So we can kind of sneak it in as a new year's card if it doesn't get there by Christmas. So, nice. you know, that kind of thing, but it's just, it's one of those things. It's a good thing and a bad thing. You know, when I planned all this to send Christmas cards out, I was like, ah, we'll probably get 30, 40 more, you know, and, and, and send them all out at once. It'll be easy. And that's nah, not easy. And plus it's signing day. And plus I sit here for two hours and talk to you fine folks every day. So uh, it's been, it's been a mess around the Sherbert house. Uh, if you could see it, if I had my webcam, if I, I'll get a webcam eventually so you guys can look around and see my environment here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's embarrassing. Looks like Sanford and the Sun's front yard. <laughs> and my, my, this is what my bonus room looks like up here yeah, right now because yeah, we bought like, all the Christmas stuff out and it's like it's boxes of crap everywhere. Yeah, and happy Hanukkah to our Jewish listeners. Yes, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. He says, any news on Vakari Sway? Nah, I went over it earlier. Nothing. I, I can't rule a flip out there just because of the position information, but uh, hang on to your hat. So I, I don't know. I mean, Colorado is a long way away too. So from Carrollton, Georgia. All right. Time for a break. Keith Alsep will be with us for his Monday review to talk some recruiting and some other stuff right here on the show after these messages. Just as your State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home, auto, life, or small business insurance with Tony Pope State Farm Insurance today. And guess what you'll get? That's right, even more good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. In fact, Tony Pope State Farm is your go-to agent anywhere in South Carolina, North Carolina, or Georgia for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining your home, life, auto, and or small business insurance today. Tony Pope State Farm has been in business for more than 30 years and can handle anything you need in the tri-state area. Once again, Tony Pope State Farm will help you mix and match perfectly. Call 843-851-2222 or visit TonyPope.com today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whoop, whoop, easy. He's got a tiger by the tail, he has. He better hang on, too. People have spoken. Nana's Porch was voted the third best food truck or trailer by the Charlotte newspaper Public Poll. Also, their pimento cheese mm, took third in a contest exclusively for products made in the state of North Carolina. I will let Noah Hall 
tell you about the rest. Nana's Porch, Southern Cuisine with an Uptown Twist. If you're in the upstate of South Carolina and are in need of residential real estate services, Cindy Bass, Sear Fossil, Caldwell, Banker, Kane is for you. Ask her about the village at Creekside, all of her listings in my hometown of Spartanburg, South Carolina, right there on Daniel Morgan Avenue, married to a lifelong Gamecock fan. And many of our listeners have already bought homes from her and been 100% satisfied with the detail and care she uses. Cindy Searfoss, 864-414-5271, Caldwell Banker Kane in the upstate for your real estate needs. This is Braylon Wimmer, South Carolina Gamecock Baseball, and you are listening to Inside the Gamecocks, the show with JC and Phil. Go Cox! Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, the show, everybody, presented to you by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call at 803-446-4662 to schedule a no-cost consultation. Talk about a backyard retreat or enclosing a porch for you down there in the Columbia area. And the second hour of the show is brought to you by the Burgesson team at Remax by the Lake. Give Adam or Derek a call, shoot them an email, aburgesson, that's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N, at remax.net. And joining us on the McKellar Enterprises guest line is none other than the cockfather himself, Keith Alsep. Keith, the uh, women played really well this weekend, but uh, men not so much. <laughs> is this? Did you kind of expect this Keith coming into with Lamont Paris's first year, or were you were your expectations set just a little bit higher than what it is we're seeing on the court right now? Phil, I think you could just put that you could record that lead in line right there, and that would be applicable on every Monday for the rest of the season. You're probably <laughs> right, Keith. You're probably right. I am not looking forward to conference play. <laughs> I mean, look, the bottom line is this despite GG Jackson is a historically bad roster. I mean, it's just bad. I mean, I like Michi Johnson a little bit, quite frankly. I think that him, I think Michi and Gigi are probably the only two guys that anybody else in the rest of the conference would want on their roster from South Carolina. I think nobody would want the rest unless it was just as a practice body. I mean – Hayden Brown, I mean, South Carolina's making a move. They got a chance to get back in. I did watch a little bit of that game. Dude gets a beautiful pass right on rhythm. He goes underneath the rim to lay it up on the other side to shield the defense like you want. He can't make it. And he had a chance even against Georgetown to win the game in in regulation with the free throws and couldn't do it. Michi had to do it with about a 26 footer. And so I would be shocked if South Carolina, maybe they get one conference win, but this is just a really bad basketball uh, team. And, a lot of times that's just what you get when you're a first-year head coach at a program that squandered their only chance for success. Everybody bailed out. You know, I mean, look, if you have Dwayne Notice 
if you have Keyshawn Bryant, <clears throat> if you have Devin Carter, even uh, Wildens Levesque, if you have those guys with Gigi Jackson and, and the rest of those guys can come off the bench, then you got a you got a chance. But this team, their chance was slim and none, and Slim packed his bag six months ago and hadn't been seen since. Yeah, it's it's been tough to watch, man. <laughs> it has, man. It has, you know, there goes the undefeated record at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena. Yeah, right. Too, yeah, right. blew that uh, too. Like, I know. Yeah. The, the point. The points of pride are quickly. Hey, at least they beat Clemson. You know, that, that's probably. Uh, you know, so somebody said the other day, like beat. You know, the two goals this year realistically were beat Clemson and get GG to the NBA. So. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, Gigi gets the NBA fine, and, and they do have the win over Clemson. But I, I just, after all the smack that me and Keith both talked about the clapper at Vanderbilt after going zero and nineteen in the SEC, I just pray that South Carolina does not go zero and nineteen in the SEC because that would be a little bit of karma. Although but the clapper, that, that dude, clapper, he had players. He had got he had two he had starters, NBA players, two starters in the NBA on that team, but they didn't win a dang up conference game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not uh, you know Lamont Paris has one guy that's really really good, and but also seventeen years old. So right, well, I think uh, he turned eighteen, didn't he? Turn eighteen uh, yeah. on Saturday, so right. he just Birthday turned eighteen, right? Just so, turned eighteen. So I mean, he should be way. getting ready for you know a Christmas tournament. His senior year in high school. Instead, he's, you know, getting pushed around by 21 and 22-year-olds. Right. So, switching gears to football recruiting, Keith, uh, three known commitments from the portal, one known from high school. Uh, Wait, on another one from the high school slash junior college ranks. Uh, we'll start with the, the high school kid. I, Sean Russell, like this kid, you know, good big-time high school program. Up there in uh, uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Bishop McDevitt, uh, kind of a senior riser, four touchdowns in the state championship game. I know Justin Stepp likes him a lot. Uh, your thoughts on on, on getting uh, Sean uh, in the boat? Looks like he had a visit and he forward to be in JC, I really like him. I like the film. I like he's a winner. I like he's from Western Pennsylvania, where they normally, you know, the pipeline. Uh, goes to a lot of schools normally in the Northeast and then into the NFL. I think he's got everything you want. He's got quick twitch ability. He's got excellent hands. He's got good size and speed. You know, I don't know what his situation is, if he will be an early uh, enrollee or if he will come in the, in the summer, but I think this kid has all the tools that you look for in an SEC wide receiver. Um, so I, I really like that playoff and, uh, or that uh, commitment. I think that will pay dividends out of that program in the future. That could open up another lane for you because South Carolina's offered several other prospects or tr- at least tracking other prospects from uh that high school, they were state champions, and you love to get winners in your program, guys that are used to winning big. Absolutely. I, I like that. I mean, people a lot of times ask, you know, like Nick Jones, you know, why was Nick Jones so good and so underrated? 
coming out. I was like, well, Nick Jones was good because he played for a championship-level program. He knew how to run routes coming out of high school at an elite level, and he was faster than people thought. Um, yeah, Governor Nicky. One day Nikki, he could be governor. Yeah, Nicky Jones. Nicky yeah, Jones. Jones. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you see you see it with Dutch Fort, Dutch Fort kids now uh, going and playing pretty well at the next level. So, yeah, that always helps. You know, that, you know, I, I'm like, I kind of like, you know, as far as my preference goes, I kind of like to have like a mix. You know, I, I like finding guys from like King Street and Lamar and, and, and Lake City and places like that around the state. And then also with the big time winning programs like your Gaffney's in the world burns at one time, Dutch Fork, Norman, you know, those places like that. Um, from the portal, you know, the game guy uh, help it tight and a lot more Smith. Originally from Jacksonville, Penn State commit for a while, flipped to Florida, not happy with the way he was used in that offense at all. Uh, and uh, now he's a Gamecock. You know, big body guy. I think uh, somebody that, that you can add depth with, a uh, good blocker. Uh, your thoughts on, uh, on Nikki E? Well, first, I think he'll be a nightmare for Todd Ellis uh, during the broadcast if they throw him the ball. I mean, so this guy is, uh, you know, you turn on the high school film, you do see good ball skills. Uh, you see the ability to run. He's athletic. Now he's, you know, two or three years older. He's almost 250 pounds, more of an inline uh, tight end, a guy that, you know, should be able to help you uh, block in the, in the C area. And then a guy that should be a nice possession receiver with size. And let's face it, South Carolina is having to rebuild the entire tight end room. Okay, uh, after the bowl game, there will be zero scholarship tight ends remaining. You've got uh, Connor Cox. This gives him a chance to come in and get bigger and stronger without throwing him out there. Uh, obviously, Gamecock's involved with some more uh, portal tight ends as well. JC, Trey Knox, and Joshua Simon. I think Simon is a really good bet uh, after Western Kentucky's bowl game. He's from Sumter. He's a guy that is a pass catcher. So is Trey Knox. Trey Knox was recruited to Arkansas by Justin Stepp. And so I think South Carolina's got a chance to help themselves. And then, you know, you got Reed McKeska as well, who I anticipate signing all, all indications are he will sign with South Carolina on Wednesday, and he's a big body guy that, you know, can can block and catch. So the Gamecocks are having to retool the tight end room, and I like what they're doing because they're getting a mix of older guys. So the younger guys, like Cameron Sandlin, who will be learning an entirely new position, and Connor Cox, you know, and it may possibly even Reed McCaskill, depending on when he comes in, you know, may not have to be pressed into action immediately. Gamecocks uh, got their center and uh, hats off to Keith because he, he called this after the Avery Young to Illinois thing. Uh, Nick Gargulo, Gar Gargulo, Phil Gargiulo. Gargiulo. Yeah, Gargiulo. 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 
guy looks like a with the mustache. He looks kind of like a Matt Dillon or from There's Something About Mary or a, an extra from Magnum P.I. in the 1980s. <laughs> Scary dude. Uh, but, man, uh, 6'5", 295, all Ivy League at Yale. Uh, tough, hard-nosed, physical. I mean, beat your face in. <laughs> Name it. Uh, I love guys like this. The, the, Italian, the Italian dudes from the Northeast that play offensive line, man, they don't mess around. Uh, I think this may be kind of an underrated pickup for the Gamecocks uh, as far as next year's offensive line is concerned, Keith. Well, I think he would have been a godsend for Marcus Satterfield's offense because clearly he would have probably been the guy with the best chance to understand it and process it quickly, being an Ivy League uh, guy. He reminds me on Saturdays, he's got his face painted up like one of those uh, WWE wrestlers <laughs> from the early 2000s. He's got the long hair, the face painted. He's 6'5", 295. Oh, he's mean. He's now, if I had the telestrator, I'd be going all uh, full blown on it uh, right now. But uh, I like him. This is a position of need. Uh, he's a sixth-year player, so he's probably, you know, like – 24 years old, uh, he'll get into the SEC strength program immediately. He'll go through spring practice. And so you have to like this. And, you know, JC, you and I were talking one night and when Avery Jones, like you said, picked Illinois, a kid from Havelock that, you know, South Carolina had been involved with, you just had to think something was up. And you notice Nick Gargiulo and, and the Reno connection there and by the way congrats to their offensive coordinator i believe his name's cahill he just got the head coaching job at lehigh ah. the uh the I, I, I still remember vividly jc a conversation with clyde wren after fran person picked the gamecocks it was actually by accident because lou holtz was not supposed to offer him a scholarship Huh. He read the he read the wrong card, and Fran immediately committed. And Clyde said, "Well, never beat Lehigh on one before. Beat Michigan, Notre Dame, Southern Cal, Texas, Georgia, Florida, Florida State. Never beat Lehigh on one. So, uh, congrats to uh, Coach Cahill and." Fran Person turned out all right for the Gamecocks, so that that was uh, ended up being uh, a good good addition to the program. Yeah, he's still around. A friend lived. Uh, shoot, he lived. I, I lived at Place on the Green in Five Points when I was at Carolina. Fran lived on the fourth floor. Nice guy, really nice guy. Um, uh, Chris Payne from Nana's Pork says, "Cockfather, let's hit Black Barbecue Wednesday." Sep. Uh, he says he'll drive over, so get with him. Y'all have a like. He's out in Texas right now. Uh, oh, spreading, we got to get together. Spreading so his deli it. deliciousness out there. You know, I guess he's out to believe uh, uh, family. Clint says, "Well, basketball it's worse than what Horn left Frank Martin," and that's saying something. Yep, uh, I would agree. You know, yeah, because as good as Gigi is, uh, the rest of it kind of. I mean, the rest of the guys have been disappointing. I mean. You know, and I could, I don't know. It's just, uh, just it's going to be a long year. It's going to be a long yeah. year. So, uh, it's times like this in college basketball, you wish there was a draft. 
<laughs> you know, you just you get three and twenty-seven. Oh, we get the first pick. You know, no, yeah, right. it's, gonna, it's just gonna get worse. You know, it's just gonna get worse, probably. Um, you can't tank for nil dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tank, right. tank, tank for nil. G- Gamecocks are in tank mode though, but there's no number Jeez. one pick. There's no there's lottery. There's uh, still there's still Mick Cronin who punched Calipari in the face. He had to reach up to do it. Mick, <laughs> Mick's kind of vertically challenged. That's my guy, but he punched Calipari and they punched him in the face. Shibway had no answer for the toughness of the little wizard of Westwood. The Mick little wizard. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, Phil, by the way, I sent you a picture of Nick G uh, in your email. If you, oh. you want to put, show oh, yeah, our, uh, show uh, our listeners that, whatever it says. Uh, so, uh, before we show this picture to everybody, and people understand what I mean by the, the extra and the Matt Dillon thing, uh, Mario Anderson, kind of an intriguing guy, Keith. Uh, I know the staff's really high on him. I, I think that he has good potential. You know, you just got to make that. You got to make that uh, transition, and, and that's not always easy. But uh, seven yards for carry, Harlan Hill, trophy finalist at Newberry, uh, played at Stratford down in Goose Creek, really good football program down there. In-state kid, jumped in the boat, uh, coming to South Carolina. Uh, you know, your thoughts on, on Mario, the uh, third known portal edition. Super Mario. Super I mean, this kid, his story kind of reminds me of a kid I coached at Goose Creek High School in basketball. And, um, you know, he's really a remarkable story and a guy that uh, from multiple sources in the building, they feel that he is you know, essentially the same size as Marshawn Lloyd, powerful, fast, explosive, tough. And he's overcome a lot uh, just for him to make it into college, let alone to be transferring to an SEC program. And so this is a guy that's going to be easy to pull for and a guy that it will definitely be on my uh, list of guys to watch. For spring practice for sure you gotta love the explosiveness the statistics are eye-popping he was in the running for the uh like you said i think the harlan hill trophy which is essentially the division two heisman and uh i mean south carolina you know losing lloyd losing christian beale smith uh they really other than juju mcdowell who quite frankly, probably should be a slot guy most of the time. They return zero experience at the running back position. So to get a guy like this that's been lathered up two years in a row, um, I think it's it's important. Yeah, I, I think it is. I don't know that the Gamecocks are quite finished at running back uh, in the portal either. Uh, you did have the kid from Oklahoma State in this weekend, and you know you never know what may happen down the road uh, with that. Uh, all right, so the Trey Knox kid, the tight end from uh, Arkansas, visited this weekend. Um, 
Now, people are going to get confused when you talk about tight ends from Arkansas. Because there's a kid that's committed, Shamar, what's his name, uh, from the high school ranks that, that visited from Arkansas. But then there's also Trey Knox, who is in the portal. Uh, he's from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You talked about him earlier. Uh, Keith, what do, you, what do you think about the Gamecock shot there? I, I feel really good about it. I mean, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, you would have liked – you know, uh, he's – got a lot of options like to me this is really if you were stacking all the tight ends up and there's one guy that you really need for next season it's Trey Knox because he was a wide receiver he's a flex guy he's like a bigger uh, version of Jaheim Bell that can play in the slot that can play out wide that's a big body guy, 6'5", 245, that can inflict punishment uh, with yards after the catch and ability to break tackles, and a guy that's got a lot of SEC experience. And so for me, this guy, he's kind of a five-star transfer to me because the impact I think he could make on this offense would probably be more than all the other tight ends combined just, you know, for 2023. Absolutely. I, I'm with you there totally. Um, Lenore Sellers will wrap it up with Keith Allsup with his everybody's got to take on Lenore Sellers. Got to get yours uh, on the on the gunslinging Shrine Bowl MVP, Shrine Bowl MVP from South Florence, South Florence Bruins, Gamecocks and Q's. Keith, I think the Gamecocks are in trouble because a Syracuse fan uh, tweeted at him the top 10 reasons to go to Syracuse and David Busters was number two. And, uh, yeah, there, there's one like what, less than a mile from campus. So, <laughs> yeah, and then it was like, we don't have Bojangles, but we have like some Tully's tenders or something. And I'm like, you're recruiting against yourself by selling David Busters and no Bojangles, I think. Next month, they'll also be digging out from about two and a half feet of snow up there, and it'll be 60 <laughs> degrees in Columbia. So, yeah, uh, if I had to pick today based off of what I'm hearing coming off of the weekend, I think South Carolina has momentum. Uh, with Lenore Sellers, we're going to have to wait until Friday, uh, it looks like, uh, because of logistics. See, here, here's the NCAA, JC. you got to have the early signing period when kids are still in school. Every school in America is out today at the latest. Like, if they went back for this week, today is the last day. Signing day is the 21st through the 23rd, which is insane because that's, you know, 24 hours before Santa Claus departs the North Pole to bring presents to everybody around the world. So uh, they probably should have backed that up a week so guys could have their announcements uh, with their classmates and their teammates in their gymnasiums or auditoriums. I, I think that's just uh, – bad on the NCA, and so we're going to have to wait to Friday on him. And so, J.C., <clears throat> I did pick up something, a little bonus tidbit here, and then I got two prospects I want to ask you about. Is uh, I'm hearing Florida State could be fading with Cameron Robinson, the linebacker from the uh, town in Virginia, which I will not even pretend – 
I know how to pronounce. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a Massachusetts island. Tappahannock. 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 Ah, I got to go up there to Tappahannock. Give me a lobster roll. If, if that's the case, uh, I think you know South Carolina could be in a good spot here. And so then I wanted to hear, you know, what you know, are are hearing about uh, Bakari Swain's visit to Colorado, and uh, I, right before we came on the big tree who's only made one Instagram post says he's putting out something tomorrow on his Instagram. And so how are you feeling about the Gamecocks chances with the decommitment? Could he recommit? And then Bakari Swain, who went out to Colorado while Dion was uh, getting beaten again by a better coach with inferior players in the uh, HBC. Yeah, you know, Vicari, I think the, the position thing, you know, may come into play with that. Uh, you know, I, I, if he wants to play receiver and they're beating him over the head with receiver and Carolina's not as fired up about a receiver, they like him as a corner. And I think what was telling to me was his coach said he feel, his coach feels like he's a receiver. So I feel like you know, he's a wide receiver. Well, yeah, I think it's a valid opinion. But, uh, you know, so – that the position thing, I you know, I can't imagine him going all the way to Colorado uh, unless there's like a tangible reason to do it. This kid's been committed for a long time. He's been solid, um, you know. So so we'll see sort of what happens with that. I, I can't rule a flip out, but I think there there's probably going to be a a good reason if he does flip uh, with Big Tree. Uh, you know, I think people are just assuming he's gone to Maryland. I, I would not assume that. I think it's certainly possible. Uh, but the contacts I've spoken with in the last 24 hours feel like the Gamecocks are right there and in a position to get him back. So uh, I don't know. There's a lot going on with his family situation and all that. Uh, and this thing could take in the next 24 hours, 15 different turns, as we've all seen when the Gamecocks are recruiting against Maryland. <laughs> that, that happens sometimes, especially with a Maryland kid. You know, it comes kids down to it and, you know, things are – Things get a little hairy. So so we'll see what happens with those two. Um, I, I would say probably at least one will be in the class by the time they sign, uh, if not two. So that's uh, that's kind of my take on the situation. I, I, uh, I'm i not as overly worried about Swain as maybe some people, uh, like some fans, that, oh, Dion, the big bad Dion's going to flip him or whatever. Um, you know, just kind of reading the tea leaves, though, that the, the position thing could be an issue. And so that's that. That's all I'm going to say about that, Keith. We got to run, man. We went way over on this, but it's good stuff as always. And looking forward to talking to you in uh, in 2023 on the show. So that, this will be our last segment until uh, next year. So thank you for all of your segments this football season, man. I've enjoyed it. Uh, happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you and Phil, and to all the listeners and subscribers to the. Bigspur.com and the show on the Inside the Gamecocks podcast. Merry Christmas, JC. Hopefully uh, I'll catch up with you in Jacksonville. Yeah, Merry Christmas, buddy, uh, to you and yours, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. That is uh, Keith Allsep joins us every Monday. We're overdue for a break, Phil, so let's get that out of the way. Back with more on the Nana Sports chat box and uh, – a lot of fun as uh, we wrap up the last Monday show 
until 2023 right here inside the game guys show back after these messages hey man are you sick and tired of your business computer guy yes he takes forever to call me back and doesn't always respond to the requests yeah same here i'm paying him good money i constantly have issues and i'm worried he's not backing up my network and securing it properly Oh, I feel that, man. My head hurts, but I have a good lead on a good idea. I'm calling your boy Matthew Odom today from Heritage Digital. Heritage Digital is an IT firm that specializes in making sure your IT network runs like a dream. If you have one or 500 employees, it doesn't matter. They do it all for one monthly fee and have clients from South Carolina all the way to California. Yeah, I heard that monthly fee's low too, so I don't know why I didn't even think of that. Uh, Do you have 843-699? One zero zero one is Matt's contact number. Yeah, man, I sure do that. Or you can go to heritagedigital.com. Man, I hear they do a no cost assessment. Boy, this will help me. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I'm getting all that and encouraging everyone else to do the same. Heritage Digital, 843-699-1001 or heritagedigital.com. A proud sponsor of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. You can't handle the truth. Gamecock Nation, do you need a place to stay for the big game? Many hotel booking engines keep all the commissions, but at Fan Plans, you support inside the Gamecocks, still earn your hotel loyalty points, and you receive an email with direct confirmation from the hotel. Whether you are visiting Columbia to cheer on Carolina or hitting the road to follow the team, get in the stands with Fan Plans. Yep, time to get back to the show. Shoot. All right, my man. <laughs> Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, the show, everybody. It's brought to you by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call, 803-446-4662, to set up a free consultation about your outdoor retreat at your home. And in the second hour is also brought to you by the Burgess Entertainment Remax at the Lake. And give Adam or Derek a call or shoot Adam an email at a Burgesson. That's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N at Remax.net. And then, JC, I got this rendered correctly, so we can now see Nick. There he is. Look at that. I mean, dude, that guy. That's some intensity right there. (laughs) I don't don't want to mess with that dude with the stash and everything. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No way. No way I'm messing with that guy. Nope. I'll hang out with him. I'll be at his table at the bar. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'll be friends with him. Be buddies right. with him. Buy him some drinks, right? No Keep doubt. On your side. Uh, <laughs> 76 says, in the Nana's Porch chat box as we roll on on a Monday, I'd really like to have a healthy Christian Bill Smith in the bowl game. How's he coming along? Our guys out at practice said he was still in a boot. Mm. So I don't know. Are we going to get a large dose of Juju, Amos, Lavoisier, and Turbo? I think you're going to get a large dose of Spencer Rattler slinging it around the yard to his receivers. (laughs) There's no tight ends right now, so it's a large dose of Nate Atkins and Wyatt Campbell in the run game. Uh, But, no, I I like this last year and get a shot. I think they're both good players, you know, and and, and Dante Miller, for that matter. I think he's a good player. Uh, But Dante's trying to get – Dante will not play in the bowl because he's trying to get another year or something. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, oh, is he to, not? Yeah. I, I don't know that, that he's going to uh, be bowl. I was going to say the NCAA ruling affects, what, two players I know for sure. Luke Doty can be the backup in case, you know, he's yeah. needed. And then David Spaulding, actually, 
uh, can play. Can play. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. David Spalding's pretty good uh, plug and play guy there inside the uh, on the secondary with the guys doing it. Uh, all right. Uh, hey. Oh, and to answer Sonder, if you're still with us, Sonder, because he just sent us an email here in, inside the Gamecocks. No, we did not ban you. I don't know what happened. If something no. is wrong, yeah, I don't know there's, what's going there's on. There's no way we Believe ban me. you, Sonder. No, I mean, yeah, really. I would never even put you in timeout. Yeah, come on. Yeah, uh, if, we, if it's not showing up, it's on your end, buddy. <laughs> we, yeah, we, we don't we don't ban um we don't ban anybody but like troll Clemson fans or troll North Carolina fans or yeah, troll it takes fans a lot to get, to get me to do that. Yeah, yeah, and, and then we'll like, then we'll, we'll, we'll also ban like the porn spam, you know, because nobody wants to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least not right now. I mean, you might um, want to, but we're not going to facilitate that for you. <laughs> no doubt, it's a family friendly show. Seventy says that uh, Nick looks like the Eli Manning character that tried out at Penn State. <laughs> oh, I saw that. <laughs> And uh, Score 2 Media says, hope to see Landon Sampson and Kyla Corton. Maybe, maybe not. That's uh, – because those guys are just behind other guys, uh, you know, so it's – it's uh, I don't know. So we'll, we'll see if we if you see them or not. I mean, a lot of times bowl practice, man, guys come on and play. I mean, like Omega Blake played in the bowl last year. Y'all mm-hmm. remember that? He, he played quarterback one play, lost nine yards. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he played a little bit, so – uh, it just uh, bowls are, are so different, you know, and, and all that good stuff. But yeah, you know, I, I feel pretty good about South Carolina's uh, recruiting weekend. I know that, you know, there's a lot of concern about Big Tree. Anytime you have a big four star guy like that from out of state, you want to land him, especially on the offensive line. Um, you know, I, I think losing Isaiah Jada is going to probably end up being either something that we all go, he never got on the field at Auburn at all. Or we go first round draft pick. <laughs> it's a uh, JUCO offensive linemen typically are hit or miss. I mean, they're either like, you know, Dennis Daly, who was really good, or you know, I, I can name about three or four JUCO offensive linemen the Gamecocks brought in at different points that were not very good. Steven Singleton come on, you know, uh, from back in the day. I don't want to throw anybody on the bus, but uh, sometimes they, you know, work out. Sometimes they don't. Um, you know, so just looking at it, you know, I think that Nick Harbor is going to go the distance. Uh, and so who knows, who knows what will end up happening, uh, with that one, but, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, pretty hectic. I think down the stretch trying to keep guys in the, uh, in and out and all that good stuff. So anyway, uh, by the way, Sep, Chris from Nana sports, just bought a bike trucker hat from Carolina rise. <laughs> Nice. That that definitely won't be to you by Christmas, my friend. <laughs> that one's on that one's on long back one. But uh, anyway, uh, but I certainly appreciate all of you that, that have supported Carolina Rise and, and all that. Uh, it's it's big, 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 big kind of deal uh, right now. It's rolling. Brian says, "What are y'all's thoughts on guys opting out of bowls but playing in the Senior Bowl?" That's interesting. Uh, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, because that's happened, right? De- Debo did yeah. it. Uh, I think. Uh, I think Zach Pickens is doing it. Zach Pickens is doing it. So, so I, I, I just don't know. I mean, about, about that. I think. Uh, I, 
seems I to me I like can the, see the logic just because you know it's going to be just packed with NFL scouts and I mean they're they're all going to be there watching you you know and you don't have yeah. to take a chance on whether or not they saw your great performance in a bowl game but you're still you know you can still get hurt either way uh, so I don't think it has I don't think it's injury related whatsoever I think it's just like there's a concentration of NFL scouts going to be there I'll say this too the senior bowl is a little bit half speed I mean it's not I've never seen like a extremely physical senior bowl, <laughs> you know, so, so we'll see. Uh, Eric says the two commits not public are they Mazia Bennett and Lenore Sellers. No, I'll roll those. I'll rule those out for you uh, right now. Not going to, not going to tell you who they are, but uh, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so that's that with, with that, but yeah, that's not, it's not Bennett or Sellers. I do think things are looking extremely good for Mazio Bennett right now. Um, you know, as we kind of all reported, Mazio didn't commit to Tennessee for NIL money or anything like that. He committed to Tennessee because their style of offense and he and and his massive concern about the style of offense at South Carolina that Mark Setterfield was, you know, you know, things like Juice Wells not getting any targets in the Georgia game. That that was what was, you know, and then you look up there and you see the Tennessee receivers having a lot of fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh so we go, uh, and maybe, by the way, brought up uh, Turnitine, who, by the way, had a pretty good year at guard at Florida State this year uh, as a backup or number two guy started some, I think. But, yeah, as a, as a JUCO O-line that didn't work out. Uh, but anyway, so, so that's Mazio. And Mazio heavy lean to Carolina, everything else about Carolina. So it, it's no coincidence that as soon as this change happened and, and Beamer and Step go by the school, he decommits from the balls because uh, he's wanting to go to Carolina. You know, so I think the game cards are in good shape there. I think this 2024 class, uh, I have a good, I have a feeling that they're going, we're going to be sitting around in February going, wow, what a start <laughs> <laughs> for 2024. And the state, the state is set up pretty well for the Gamecocks this year, as far as early leans and, and things like that. Uh, I don't think they're going to get Blake Franks from Greenville High School. I think he's going to Clemson. But everybody else, keep an eye on it. <laughs> I think the Gamecocks are going to be a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal. Uh, Craig says, I don't like knowing ahead of time who the commits are. We almost have too much info as fans. Yeah, I, I kind of like the element of surprise myself. Uh, I have to know for big spur purposes, right? Because you, you want to have an article ready to go, you know, uh, when the kid does pop. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all about, like, not uh, spoiling their announcements and all that good stuff. So uh, I'm with you, Craig, on that. It's, it's almost like, you know, you do have too much info. Sometimes that, sometimes I think there's something to be said for fans having too much information. Uh, I think that was probably a, a, a the reason that there was a revolt about Dowell Lockett. <laughs> you know, because the diehard fans are not, I mean, they're not like, oh, yeah, you know. I mean, they, they know everything about the – the systems and offense and stuff like that, big names and stuff. I think part of that has facilitated out you know, through recruiting because you have a lot of coaches who like basically became superstars as assistant coaches. I mean, there's no, no other sport where the assistant coaches, there's just a big spotlight on them. I mean, they're almost celebrities too, the college football. And a lot of them made celebrity out of themselves because of their work on the recruiting trail. And at right when I was at rivals.com 17, 15, 17 years ago, Gosh, Phil, it'll be 18 years ago 
this month, the ex-wife and I moved to Nashville, started at Rivals. Oh, four. Oh, four. Spurrier Spurrier had just gotten to South Carolina. Um, So anyway, I just strolled down memory lane there. But uh, it, uh, you know, so so we started covering like who their recruiters were, you know. Oh, this guy recruited this guy, this guy. Oh, and people got pissed off. A lot of head coaches were like, we don't like this at all because this could cause problems with our staff and blah, blah, blah. Well, then they come to find out they all embraced it. Like the same head coach that was mad, I think he got fired from his job as a head coach and circled back as an assistant. And then he's the, he's calling him saying, man, I got that guy. That guy's on my list, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it just, it just you know, so, so, so it, but, but what that did is facilitated information to fans. And so fans, whereas they used to just be able to look at a guy and say, oh, well, some assistant coach or head coach is bringing it in. Uh, and it all went on the head coach. Now, you know, fans know. They know every coach on the roster, you know. And, and by God, they want to fire every coach on the roster at, at a time or two. <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 so, uh, Craig, are you, long story short, you make an excellent point about too much information. Quantrell says, do you think state recruiting will become harder with Clemson possibly having to do it more in the future? I think winning that football game. I was just about to say that. Just keep winning that football game, and you're going to be okay. <laughs> help, help, helps that little argument, right? That you know, oh, come, you know. So the more you win it, uh, I think the more Carolina can be successful in state recruiting, regardless of what Clemson does. And uh, you know, yeah, I mean, and look, Cam Pringle is an elite offensive tackle. He's from Woodland. Woodland is a Ty Hill School, Clemson. Robert Smith School, Clemson. Clemson's always gotten guys out of there. Not Cam Pringle. At least not right now. Uh, now, Josiah Thompson's at Dillon. Uh, that's a Gamecock stronghold. So he's good. And, he's, and, and you know, there's there's some debate. I think Josiah's actually ranked higher by 24-7 sports than Cam. I'd probably Cam to end my nose. But they're both really, really – this state hasn't had two tackles like this uh, in a while – a single cycle in a while. Three, really, if you count Franks from Greenville. So, I mean, it's uh, the future. Whoever gets this offensive line job, uh, assuming, you know, the Atkins, that, that's real because the contract wasn't renewed, uh, they're going to have a lot to work with. I mean, really, think about in a couple of years, you got this class with Marquis Anderson. Hopefully, Big Tree gets back in. But if not, you still have Jatavia Shivers. Uh, you've got uh, some, some really good players. Uh, otherwise, and uh, their names escape me right now. Uh, but no, you got uh, you got Marky Anderson. Uh, you've got uh, Trovon Ball, four-star guy from Georgia, who's the elite on the inside. Uh, Jatavia Shiver, who I mentioned. Um, all these guys coming in. Uh, hopefully, they get big tree back. But then you also, but then you had if you had Pringle and you had Thompson to the mix in twenty twenty four. You know, what's that do for you down the road? I mean, you know, you're looking at a heck of a lineup there. <laughs> uh, if you, you know, and if they get big three back and, and you're looking at like, you know, who, whoever the center of the future is, maybe it's Case and Henry, maybe it's Grayson Maines, maybe it's Ryan Brubaker. Uh, and then you got Marky on one side, big three on the other. Uh, and then you got Cam Pringle, Josiah Thompson as your tackles. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll take that projection. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that'd be pretty good. For the Gamecocks. Uh, Quantrell says, Dylan, I don't think I've ever been to that part of the state. I feel like it's Western North Carolina, or Eastern North Carolina. 
it is is where south of the border is yeah so might as well be it's Myrtle right Beach. there <laughs> yeah in Myrtle Beach you, you keep going that, that road you get on to cut through and go to the beach you keep going to Dillon uh, it's, it's right there it's a big sombrero I don't know what they do there. Is it like a petting zoo? There's a hotel? I don't, I don't, I'm not quite sure. Oh, what? It's south so, of the border? Yeah, they got a little bit of everything out there. Gift shops. I bet they make a mean chili dog. It just kind of screams like one of those places where you can get a delicious chili dog. I, I like, cannot speak not, to that. <laughs> I cannot either, Phil. Remind me next time I go to Myrtle, say, go by there and get you a chili dog. That's I'm right. Like, yeah, right. Go get, get you a chili home. dog. Go by there and get you a chili dog. Go on. Go on by there. Go to my south of the border and get you a chili dog. <laughs> um, score two says, do you know if they checked on Geth since they've had some staff turnover? Yeah, I think he's pretty much solid. I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, Brian says, after Christmas, I'm going to join Carolina Rise. Just got to get my little boy squared away. Yeah, take your time, man. Look, it, please. Uh, take your time. Uh, you know, no pressure. I, I, I feel bad. I don't feel bad about what we're doing, uh, but I, I just never, I mean, people have so many different financial situations these days uh the pandemic made that worse and uh so i don't know if anybody's on their feet off their feet 10 bucks a month but, but you know i don't know so those that give i appreciate it those that can't afford it that's cool um if you can't afford it but you want to get in you know how you can help is like spread the word you know because like on Big spur we had like five ten guys that emailed five or ten of their game buddies who may not be diehards and subscribers of the, of the website, but they definitely want to help out. Right. And so spreading the words cool too. Uh, Craig says it's no Bucky's. I love Bucky's. I'm going to call you up next time you go to the beach. If I go by there to Bucky's and get you a brisket sandwich, go get, get you a brisket sandwich. Go, y'all go on about Bucky's and get you a brisket. Get a brisket. Yeah. Uh, I'll call, I'll call Dina. I'll call Dina and do it. I'm like, Dana, go by there and get you a brisket sandwich. She's going to be like, what? <laughs> what? She's uh, been. She, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, she's, she's been. Like, oh. I have. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she, and, uh, she and her down to, um, not, uh, my, not our girls, but you know you know the ones. Uh, yeah, the girl with the friends. I remember they took, they, took the, they took the kid to college, right? Yeah. And, uh, dude. So yeah, she's that's where she brought back shirts and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, it's, it's an amazing place. All right, final break right here. Final Monday of 2022 on the show. Uh, don't forget, later this week, our normal cast of characters will be on. I think Michael Flint, since this is technically Friday's show, will be the, the last show before the game. Flint's going to join us to do an X's and O's breakdown about Notre Dame later this week and all that good stuff. Uh, but we'll be back after this, these messages to wrap up Monday on Inside the Game Crisis Show. If you're looking to sell or buy multifamily property right here in South Carolina, the Burgesson team of REMAX at the Lake can help you get to closing fast and easy. Adam and Derek Burgesson both are very proud Gamecocks and are more than happy to assist you with any of your commercial real estate needs all across the state. You can email Adam at aburgesson at REMAX.net. That's A-B-E-R-G-E-S-O-N at REMAX.net to get your next deal underway. The Burgesson team, proud sponsors of Inside the Gamecocks. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. What's up, Gamecock fans? This is Pitcher Noah Hall. If you want some delicious food for your event, I suggest visiting nanasports.com today to find out what they all have to offer. It's really good southern cuisine based out of Charlotte, my hometown. I hope you guys go check it out. Go Cox and go Nanas. 
I've been expecting you, Mr. Powers. Sometime in the near future, there's a good chance I'll move back to my home area of the upstate of South Carolina. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's nobody I would use to help me find a new home except Cindy Bass Searfoss of Caldwell Banker Kane, located in my hometown of Spartanburg, Daniel Morgan Avenue, married to a diehard Gamecock. 864-414-5271. Give Cindy a call. 864-414-5271. A proud sponsor of Inside the Gamecocks, the show. Family vacations, a new car, a new boat, all cost money, but you don't necessarily have to make more to afford any of that if you can save cash that's flying out the window now. iHelp Consulting can help you finally get the kids to Disney World, upgrade the minivan, or drop that new boat in the water next summer. Let Daniel and iHelp Consulting consult with you. No fees, just savings. You pay them a percentage of those savings. Save on essential services, credit card fees, you name it. Let them find it. These folks are incredible. iHelpConsulting.com. How can I help you? Hey, Mo Kaba here from the Carolina Gamecocks. You're listening to Inside the Gamecocks, the show with JC and Phil. Welcome back to Inside the Gamecocks, the show, the last segment of the show. Show sponsored by Express Sunrooms in Columbia. Give John Barber a call, 803-446-4662, to set up a free consultation to talk about what they can do for your backyard. And the Burgess and team at Remax of the Lake brings you the second hour. I don't know why I keep forgetting these. <laughs> Just off today. It's Monday. I'm getting a slow start, y'all. Forgive me. A Burgesson, Adam, A B E R G E S O N at Remax.net. Give them a call for your commercial or investment real estate needs. Yeah. That's awesome. Ah. <laughs> Just I'm sitting here reading John's stuff over here in the chat box. It's like kindly Southern ladies. Yeah. Go get you a sandwich. You go on down there by that Bucky's and get you a brisket mm-hmm. sandwich here. Mama, go get, you, get, me, get me a big, large iced tea, sweet with lemon. And are you uh, one of those Did chili you? rolls. Those pecans are good, too. Those salted pecans, the, 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 the wheat ones. Uh, Jerry says they're supposedly building a Bucky's on 85 near Piedmont. Holy dog. Dude. Oh, now that's close. I, I hope they do it like. Doesn't the interstate narrow? No, it doesn't narrow till you get past Clemson. It narrows there because that, that's a congested area <laughs> sometimes. Uh, Brian says Mokaba might have the smoothest voice I've ever heard. Yeah, we're going to get him to do some more this uh, this time, too. Um, if these people. Oh, wait, do y'all hear Nick, though? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, Nick Eamon Worry, man. Eamon Worry is great. I got to get that done. Yeah, Nick's got um, a future in broadcasting. <laughs> David Brits at a motel south of the border has an area with a glass ceiling called the Pleasure Dome. I've seen it. Yes. We don't need is- another hero. The Pleasure Dome. <laughs> pleasure Dome. It looks like, hey, if it were abandoned, right, uh, it would be... Uh, it would be very that would reminiscent. Be, that would be a yeah, that'd be a good place for like a battle, like like for Mad Max, you know? Yes. The, the pleasure dome. Like a big missile hits the sombrero. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um Eric says here USC is building something at the fairgrounds to supposedly recruit a game changer. <laughs> Any truth or idea what it is? That thing's gotten way it's like a game of telephone. It doesn't really have anything to do with directly with NIL or recruiting. 
Um, and it's not necessarily at the fairgrounds. Uh, and I'll just leave it at that to see what happens. Maybe says always drive by south of the border going to Wilmington. They started it for the Yankees. Hey, them Yankees. Oh, them <laughs> Yankees. They're going to start this for those Yankees that come down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think no idea. It's still a business nowadays. Probably just selling fireworks. Trevor's goes highway to the pleasure dome. John yes. goes touchdown Carolina. Touchdown pleasure dome. Hurt me. Boom. Touchdown Carolina. I gotta. I gotta adjust my iPod. I was getting kind of mixed up with some other voices. Anyway, so. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll see sort of uh, what happens there. Craig says we can't finish any higher than 15th in recruiting if we lose Big Tree, can we? Probably not. I don't know. It kind of depends on what some of these uh, transfers end up getting rated. Uh, and, look, I'm going to say this, and because when I came back I was distracted. I, I should never look at the big spur or try to multitask when I'm doing this show because I get sidetracked and I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. I should never do that. But I did. I made that mistake. So somebody's transferred from Florida, didn't play uh, a, a Yale offensive lineman and a running back from Newberry. You know, look, the, the Florida transfer that didn't play is for depth, okay? Uh, he's a guy that you need a warm body. You know, you need guys that can come in that are older. I get that. We'll get probably better than him in the portal. But – why are we knocking these kids from – I mean, I, I, how much more proof do some of these people need, okay? You, you had Car- Carlin Splatel, who, if he had not gotten hurt, would have played a whole lot last year. He was from Division Two Assumption, okay? You mentioned David Spalding being a big guy to get back. He came in from Georgia Southern, where he did not play, okay? Uh, Carolina, all everyone out there loved beating Clemson, right? You don't win that game – Without a transfer from East Tennessee State making plays, a transfer from Wingate making plays, and a transfer from James Madison making plays. And then somebody else pop up, well, James Madison's a really good team. It doesn't matter what team you're on. You know, the team, this is in, This is like personnel. This is the NFL. It's not like the NFL, but it's like individuals. We're worried about what their record was, <laughs> you know. I, th- I think it's positive when you take high school kids that are state champions because uh, – those kids, when when it gets tough on the field, that they're used to the pressure of, of playing in championship situations. But you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, so guys, just come on, man. I mean, people people get disappointed. I mean, I'm like, no, don't don't get disappointed. This is a nice way to do it, really. And I think, you know, getting guys from the lower levels, I mean, you know, that, that these guys end up getting drafted anyway. Why not? You, know, you want so, talented players. You don't care where they come from. You yeah. shouldn't care where they come from. <laughs> Dante Moore to UCLA. That's surprising. Do they have better NIL bags like that than Oregon? No. I wouldn't think so. But I don't know. Uh, maybe Chip Kelly. I don't know. I don't I don't know. That, that, that is interesting than Oregon. Uh, and, and, guys, I think you'll figure out, too, like Quantrell – not everybody – right now we're not at the point where every player has like a, a price, right, even though a lot of people want that to happen. And I think they don't really have the the, the best interest of the game at heart in, in the national media. Uh, not everybody has a price. I mean, some guys go for the opportunity. So, I mean, and it's weird because it's not like you go 
down the rankings and it's like, okay, all these elite guys have a price. And then you, you go, down. it's not like that. It, it's kind of strange how you can kind of mix and match it and, and all that good stuff. Uh, even with a guy like Dante Moore, you know, who probably will command some of that. Um, all that. Craig says lower level guys are hungry. Yeah, they got a lot to, to prove. Maybe mm-hmm. says done a good bit of playing around. And I don't think we can reasonably expect to finish higher than 17th in the rankings. And there's no difference between 15 and 17th, other than you could say top 15 if you're 15th. There's no difference. Um, and if you finish anywhere, 6th, 7th, 8th, I kind of like, I, I think a really, 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 really good class at South Carolina uh, is uh, top half of the league, you know. And 6th, if you're 7th, 8th, you're kind of on the other end. But, you know, like I said, it's close. So 6th, 7th, 8th, something like that is probably a good shoot. Ryan says they're building a Bucky's right off 85 between Anderson and Liberty on 178. Already have the land cleared. Is that before or after the Clemson exit? Because or where the interstate kind of goes down to two lanes. Because that's going to be a cluster if it's beyond that. I've driven that stretch. I lived lived in Atlanta twice and driven that stretch more than I'd like to recall. But uh, that does get kind of bottled back there. Because you know what's going to happen. When that Bucky's opens, everybody in Pickens, Anderson, Greenville, Spartanburg, Oconee, Cherokee, Greenwood, let's get in the car and go to the Bucky's, how don't you? Let's go to Bucky's. Get, get on the car. Get, get him in the station wagon. Bring the dog. I'm going to go get me a brisket sandwich. Your mom's calling. Hey, honey, go to Bucky's and get you a brisket sandwich. Listen, it's time to buy some uh, Christmas. Let's go on down to Bucky's. Ryan says it's before. So thank God. Before, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle, but it's before that merge. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, anyway, uh, I love like, I went to one in Richmond, Kentucky when I was coming back from East Tennessee, 4th of July. Really good. Mike Morgan, luckiest man on earth sometimes. Uh, I don't know if I could call some of the sporting events like Little League World Series that like he does. So, uh, But anyway, Mike uh, – <laughs> Mike's wife lives in Le- in Lexington. He lives in Atlanta, and you know, seventy five. He passes two Bucky's on the way mm-hmm. on seventy five. You got one in North Georgia, and then you got one about you know thirty five minutes from Lexington. Lucky man. They won't come to Illinois because the business climate here sucks. I wouldn't come to Illinois if I were them. I'd be like, no, I'll put one in Indiana, right across the border, Iowa, Missouri. <laughs> I wouldn't come here and pay that. Uh, Quantrell says, I just assume five-star quarterbacks, if you don't talk big NIL deals with them, you can't get them. Heard on a podcast that you have to go as deep as paying quarterback coaches just to get a conversation. Certain situations, yeah. Certain situations, no. And see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, people people need to be careful about, like, what they say and, and labeling everybody as, as like, money-driven uh, just because that's their, you know, utopian dream is for everybody to get a bunch of money. Um, some kids, you know, the situation's better. Maybe they get a little less money, but you know, they probably, you know, probably want to go after Kenny Dillingham left Oregon. Yeah, probably go play for Chip Kelly. You know, pretty pretty good track record right there. Uh, so that's good, Quantrill. As always, Quantrill, we appreciate you and everyone else in the Nana Sports chat box. That's it for the Monday episode. Uh, tomorrow, the Mental Edge with Sawyer Dicks. Sawyer will talk about uh, Christmas time. Yep. He's going to be right at the top of the show tomorrow at 11 o'clock. He's got a conflict at 1130. So oh. we'll have him right out the gate. 
right out the gate. So you get to get a, a big bunch of mental edge right in your face to start um, to start the thing. Bucky's is every 40 miles going down 95 in Florida. Oh, wow. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going that way between Orlando and Jacksonville here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go get me a brisket sandwich. Uh, anyway, thanks, Ryan, for all that. Thanks to all of you uh, who listen each and every day. Again, back tomorrow, mental edge right out the gate. Uh, and more fun right here. Inside the Game Cox Show, signing off for Phil Mullinax, J.C. Sherbert. Have a great Monday, everyone.